0: Talk Back Matters, from the Salvos. If you've ever wondered if there really is a God out there, have a listen to Frank's story and what happened to his five-year-old brother way back in the 1930s. I only have one brother. Mum, first of all, Mum was um, uh, born of uh, Irish Catholic background. Yeah. So she was a strong believer in prayer and God. um, How she... uh, um, why she ever married Dad, we never know, because he hated the Irish and he hated uh, religion. And it uh, often staggers our brother, my brother and I, and I would say, why did Dad do that? But I think it was, um, uh, we don't know much about their romance, but I think it was one of those uh, hurried things, because Mum wanted to marry a missionary and go on missionary service. Right. Um, when she left school, she qualified as a school teacher. But the Irish Catholic said, if you marry him and go on missionary service, you don't belong to our family. Mm. And family ties were very strong. Uh, my brother was born in 1930 and we lived three miles out in the bush. Mum had a big medical book and whenever we hurt ourselves or got sick, Mum would look up the book and she was as good as a doctor. But With this, with my brother's illness, she couldn't put a finger on it. And she wanted Dad to take it to the doctor. Oh, you're not taking any kid of mine to the doctor. And uh, he kept putting it off and putting it off. And um, money grabbers and all this sort of thing, he just didn't want anything to do with professional doctors. And um, it got to the stage where Mum just said, I think we're going to lose him. I'm taking him to the doctor, and uh, Dad refused, and they had a big row, and eventually he went and got the horse and sulky, and Mum and my five-year-old little wife of a brother, I was just on I was just on twelve at that stage, yeah, and uh, it was late in the afternoon when they drove away, into the evening to go three miles into town to the dock to the hospital. Yeah. So I got the cows in and did the milking. We only had about twenty cows to milk. And um mum was told by Dad she had to stay at the bedside and not leave him, the her son. Um for two reasons. One, he didn't trust to leaving him in a strange place, and secondly, he said he's only five He'd be terrified if there's nobody there that he knows. Um, but he was almost in a coma. Anyway, Mum sat at the bedside all that night, all the next day, all the next night, and all the next day. And the matron said, "You, Mrs. Pink, you've got to find accommodation outside the hospital. You can't stay here another night. Right. Mum said, I don't know anybody in town. I haven't got a shilling to spend what can I do? The matron said, that's not my problem as long as you're not here tonight after eight o'clock. Shortly after that, that same day, the doctor came and examined my brother and said to uh, to mum, I want you to be prepared tomorrow when you come in. Your son will probably not be here. Oh, this no. is the crisis night and I don't think he'll pull through. Oh no. So, that was two burdens. And Mum. I remember Mum telling me years later, she said, I just sat there in a state of bewilderment and all I could say was, God, what do I do? That was her only prayer. By God, what will I do? What will I do? What will I do? And two Salvation Army lassies came on their weekly visit that afternoon to the hospital, met Mum, found out her story, took mum back to their little quarters at the two rooms at the back of the hall at that stage, in those days. Yeah. 19, 1930, 1935, that was. And they gave mum a, a hot bath and a hot meal. And mum was thinking, oh, it will be lovely to stretch out on the bed. Then she realised there was only one single bed in the quarters. And she wondered what was going to happen. Um, After tea, they washed up. They said, we're going to pray for your son. They stoked up the wooden fire, wood in the stove, wrapped a blanket around mum's shoulders and around their own, and they sat at that little kitchen table all night, the whole night right through, and just prayed and prayed and prayed. Really? It was an all-night of prayer that God would spare um, mum's son. And what happened? After breakfast they went up to the hospital and when mum walked into the ward with the two lousy officers the first thing she saw was the doctor and the nurse standing at the bedside and she thought, oh dear, he's gone. When she got to the bedside the doctor just turned to her and said your son has survived the night. I don't know how, but a higher power has taken over, and I think he'll live right through. Wow. He's still alive today at 87, running his own truck business. Wow. Now, there's an answer to prayer, and that's a story that I've given you in brief. That's Frank sharing the extraordinary that he and his brother have experienced. I love what Jesus taught, recorded in Luke 18, What is impossible with man... Is possible for God. Light and Life, the Salvo's weekly radio show.